Hey everyone, and welcome to February 17th, 2018, and this is Sarai Darbandi, your Spirit of Aya host. And today we're talking about the chakra system and ayahuasca. And for some reason, a couple days ago, I couldn't upload the, um, it wasn't letting me upload the, the file, and then yesterday I wasn't feeling well, so I really do apologize, but here I am trying this again and we are doing the chakra system and ayahuasca. So let's first go through the chakra system and exactly what it is. So the chakra system is, um, I'm doing the seven chakra system. That's what I'm going over. And it's really the energy body, the light body. This is where we store our emotions, our thoughts. Um, we store our emotions in a lot of different places in our body, but the chakra system really holds onto like really subconscious core beliefs um, that we have um, either subconscious or consciously and I mean the whole system it's it talks about like you know um, what can happen in the body if you have certain negative core beliefs that are associated with the chakra system so realizing that our thoughts are they become emotions and thoughts aren't just words, right? They are scenarios, they're images, they're us in the past, you know, when our body is in the past or when our body's in the future, it's, we literally are pumping through adrenaline and cortisol and all these things into our body when we are stressed out. And, that's why it's so important to make a conscious decision to be in the moment. You know, to realize that the only time is now. And when we do get triggered, you know, taking a moment to realize this and bringing ourselves to to ground ourselves, to center ourselves and to remind ourselves that, you know, whatever was in the past and trying to work through it or whatever is in the future, we're trying to work through it and remind ourselves that we are only here now. So matching the brain in the, in the, in the presence of the body, right? Because our bodies can be here in time, but our brains can take us anywhere it wishes. And so um, hopefully, like, you know, consciously we want to do that, <laughs> not, um, you know, trauma symptoms they with trauma symptoms they can you know our brains can take us to a lot of different places that um we really don't want it to go um we feel hijacked um lights you know the uh what's the um it can be a, a, an, a, a an experience of lights are on nobody's home you know dissociation all these all these really uncomfortable things so let's just hop into the chakra system so there's seven of them the first one is the root chakra so this is um associated with feeling grounded feeling secure feeling prosperous um oftentimes you know when you have a positive association with your root chakra you feel like all your bills are paid um you have a roof over your head your food's taken care of you feel like you are securing your relationships um you literally feel safe, um, you know, in terms of, of physical, emotional, and basic needs. The next one is the sacral chakra. This is where we hold our creativity, our emotional stability, 
our ability to be spontaneous and fluid, um, for us to feel like we can move about the world in the way that we choose and that we're not reacting to anyone or anything. Um, and this is, um, the association with this is like, I am creative. Um, the solar plexus chakra, which is power, purpose, self-esteem. This is, um, right above your sacral chakra. Um, it's, it's associated with yellow. Um, so the, the, um, the affirmation for this is I am powerful. Um, oftentimes this is where I hear a lot of people who have uh, deep, deep trauma have a lot of, um, activation, like really uncomfortable activation. And I think that's I actually think that's because um, there's a tendency to hold the breath when one's in fight or flight. <clears throat> I think everyone I've ever seen with um, trauma, they they forget how to breathe because literally fight or flight or what's also known as like a chameleon or um, I forget exactly what the word is, but a chameleon response, it will either cause someone to not breathe or sh very shallowly breathe. And this really causes a disruption to the regular um, rhythm of the body. You know, we wanna get oxygen to the brain. We wanna breathe naturally. We wanna feel like we can, you know, extend our bellies out and breathe back in. I mean, that's where you wanna be breathing from is your belly. So um, if you feel like you have a hard time breathing, really what you can do is just I, this may sound silly, but do 10 fake yawns. That's 10 fake yawns and to engage your belly and then begin to breathe from there slowly and deeply. And you can do this just sitting up straight, relaxed and to um, do it for at least four minutes if you're having like a serious panic attack, you know, or if you feel super ungrounded. Um, and just focus on your breath. This isn't a time to process emotions. This isn't a time to do anything else besides just regrounding yourself. So, um, let's see. So moving on to the heart chakra, um, which is right above the solar plexus. It is in the area of the heart. It's green. This is where like, this is where your soul, this is like where it houses your soul, this is where you feel empathy, this is where you feel love, this is where you feel abundant. You know, this is where, this is like your compass in life. You know, this is where you feel your empathy, your grief. A lot of emotions happen here. And um, and if we all felt more with our hearts, we'd probably be in better shape. Um, but we're often taught to think with our minds and just discount the rest. So um, some affirmations that or with this chakra is I am love, you know, I am soul, I give freely, I forgive. Um, sometimes, you know, we just, people hurt us and uh, we carry that with us for years and years and years. And one of the things you can do to start working on grieving that is number one, crying. <laughs> That's definitely something to do. Um, but then also, um, forgiving the people that have hurt you and you're not forgiving them for them you're forgiving them for yourself so you can release it so you can let go you can um 
not carry the energy in your body because the energy is affecting you. You know, I think once we start looking at the body this way, we begin to realize how carrying, you know, these old stories with us really weighs us down and makes us tired. Um, so we can always retire the story that no longer serves us. And um, it's and it's simple as making sure we're going through an emotional process. It's, it cannot be a thinking process. You have to grieve. You have to feel the emotion move through you. I'll go over some things at the end that you can do to help you with this. But, um, you know, it's you really got to work on getting that out of your body, detoxing from it. Um, the throat chakra. I think the throat chakra is probably one of the most powerful chakras in our body because it really it's almost like putting all the chakras together and like this is this channel of like wisdom right like your throat and your voice um really is like how you express yourself and like i think even body language is associated with this um even though it doesn't say that because when we begin to talk, we often take on a body language as well. And it's like this full expression, right? Like the tone of voice we're using, how fast we're going, like how slow we're going, or what words are we using? And it's this whole map to actually who we are when we talk. Um, like if I, if I talk when I'm in shame, you know, you can see it. Like you can see the vibration of shame just like coming out of me right but if i if i talk where i'm probably like i would say i'm neutral and above today um i'm actually feeling a lot of peace there we go i'm in peace today i'm feeling a lot of peace today and i can feel that all throughout my body you know uh, so Yes, yeah, so when we talk, like, this shows up in our body language. Um, let's see. So, oftentimes, kids, when they're growing up, like, they have been, you know, I mean, I know I was bullied for my self-expression, you know, or just, or just any kind of expression, which that stunts the throat chakra. That makes you start to like, you know, you can have an I'm not good enough belief in your throat chakra. That's gonna stunt you from like expressing yourself fully because you're like, you're gonna start monitoring it and shape-shifting it to fit other people's needs. And then you're living a life for somebody else and not you. So it's very, I know it's not fun to talk about this stuff, you know, but we really have to realize how these things affect us and we have to um, address it and move it and um, transform it into something else. Something else. Um, and then moving on, there's the third eye chakra, which is where the mind and the body um, kind of make a decision together, very connected. You know, kind of like the brain and the heart are working together. And um, it's an integrative process. And really, I mean, this is where you begin to see a lot of messages from your spirit guides or you just feel more connected with your soul self and 
like carrying that out and you see all these visions and these plans and you feel like you can do it and all these things. Um, so, and when this, you know, I really would say like if the first three, like the root, the, um, sacral and the solar plexus aren't balanced, the heart, the throat, and certainly the third eye aren't really going to uh, do you any good. Um, because it's not meaning it's not going to do you any good, but it's going to, they're going to be off. You know, I would say if one's off, they're, they're all going to be a little off. Um, it's, you know, and I always like to use anatomy as an analogy. Like right now my knees popped out and now my hips fucked up. <laughs> so it's like, it's all a chain. It's all integrative. You know, in Western medicine, we very are like, we too much focus on one area of the body body and we symptomize it and we and like, we never get to the root cause. So, you know, in this way of thinking, like you're seeing the whole body as it's, it's not just one area. It's all, it all affects each other. Um, and then there's the crown chakra, which is, you know, when you begin to ascend, like your, your ego, like you, it's really like that. Um, you start to understand that everything has a plan and that everything that's happening into your life is actually just a lesson. And every trigger from a person is really reminding you a part of yourself or your life that you don't like. Um, you, you begin to understand that everyone's playing their role perfectly. You, you really get to start seeing the bigger picture, you know, and it's really all about the observer mindset. You're no longer reacting, but you're really like, Hmm, that's interesting. Like the world kind of becomes very, uh, I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm not always in this state, but when I am, it's pretty cool. Like, you know, you really are detached in this almost scientific way, but also connected at the same time because you feel so safe to like talk to people and engage with them and, um, and feel really fluid and, um, and really it's a, a great space to be in to help, um, and serve and carry out your purpose. So let's all strive for more balanced chakras. So, um, how does ayahuasca help with any of this? And the answer is, you know, ayahuasca really helps see a lot of these beliefs. They're subconscious, meaning unaccessible. You don't know what memories tied to them. You have no idea. So ayahuasca can really help bring about, can really bring about, um, these thoughts to the forefront so you can actually address them and um, do something with them. And not only that, it really helps to move the energy through your body, um, like during ceremony, like when, like for example, like grief, you know, or thinking about the people who have hurt you. So actually moving that energy, because like I said, you can't just think about these things and not have an experience. Um, you know, there, I mean, you know, I get, I mean, I guess you could, but I think in the end it's very disconnected because how you experience that was with heart thought 
mind and a physical response. So I think to detox from it, it has to be the same. You know, I've, from working with people and even myself, there has to be some sort of like physical response involved. And ayahuasca really helps with all of that. And, and I mean, honestly, it, it helps in so many other ways that I really can't even describe, including like um, just helping you see the situation completely differently. You know, um, really tapping into that third eye and crown chakra and allowing you to see, you know, these lessons for what they are and um, allowing you to let them go and move on. So, um, that's ayahuasca and the chakra system. Let us, I'm going to pull a card for you guys from Denise Lynn, Native Spirit um, deck. I'm just going to shuffle these really quick and we will see what is in store for us today. got a medicine woman or a medicine man <laughs> and yeah so this is a really beautiful card and obviously it's calling out to those of you who have thought about uh, healing others and um, you know being of service in this capacity so um, profound inner and outer healing is occurring you're you're a natural healer you're on the mend and or situation is being resolved. Have faith. It's happening. You are a sacred healer. You are a medicine woman or a medicine man of the soul. Every indigenous culture has a tradition of healers depending on the culture. They're called medicine men or medicine women. Shamans, kuhunas, sin, oh my gosh, guys, sorry, sangamas or curin. Curanderos, uh, among others. In every tradition, they're the individuals who are able to step between the worlds to gain information, wisdom, and healing energies from spirit allies. When this card chooses you, you're at the advent of, he of healing emotional, physical, and mental wounds. Additionally, a powerful healing force is activating within you. Nature is one of the greatest healers, so spend time with the trees soak up the rays of the sun and dance in the rain everything in nature has the intrinsic ability to restore itself you're a part of the natural world so you also have this innate ability often healing needs to occur on the inner planes before it can manifest on the outside to assist the process focus on what's great and let go of what isn't Sorry, what's great and let go of what isn't working. Hold a vision of a solution that you desire. Be patient and trust that recovery is occurring in its own time and way. You know, and so um, I'm, I'm, yep. <laughs> so I'm going through uh, some pretty deep healing right now. And this is a good reminder to tell me which has been true and true through all of my recovery is that it's just preparing me for ascension. You know, it's super uncomfortable, the things we go through when 
we are on these paths of being healers um, or just humans in general, you know, we, you know, I, but I have to say, you know, I know that some of us are more sensitive than others. I've met people who are not as, some, as sensitive as some of people who are closest to me and that's totally okay. And like I was saying, that's totally okay. Um, I think it's, it's, you know, thank God we have like a mixture of yin and yang in this world you know like feminine and masculine meaning like sensitive and um grounded confident and um needing guidance you know like those they're very complementary you know and um yes our thank god we have a world that kind of cultivates this dynamic because we need each other you know so um, tomorrow we will be talking about, let's see, um, let's see, um, ayahuasca and unconditional love. That's what we'll be doing. Ayahuasca and unconditional love. So I will see you guys back here tomorrow. Once again, this is Sarai Darbandi and this has been the spirit of Aya.